This episode of the Relationship Status Podcast is brought to you by the Southern Elegance Candle Company, where modern values meet Southern charm. Right now, check out their fall and holiday collection with candle scents such as caramel latte, fireside, sweet potato and brown sugar, and our personal favorite, orange spice. The scent is cloves wrapped in a citrusy orange essence that takes you all the way back to grandma's house. This one is sure to be your favorite, just like it is ours. So visit secandlecode.com and use our promo code CRUX that's C-R-U-X for 15% off all regularly priced items that's secandleco.com where they lovingly craft each scent and city combination to elicit a fond memory to whisk you to a place of pure joy what I'm focused on is L-O-V-E, love. You're about to meet 20 of Chocolate City's finest singles. They're coming together to find that authentic connection <laughs> that can turn a spark into a flame. Am I setting you up to fall in love? Working Thank on it. Up. We believe in equal rights here. So both the men and women will have the power to eliminate each other. Things just started to go downhill with uh, aggressiveness. You lie about different things to different women. You showed your whole true colors this mother weekend. You are not ready to love. Until the final couples remain, we'll have to decide if they're ready to take these connections to the next level. <laughs> these singles are here because they want a serious relationship. I want you to know that I have been thinking about you. It's time to see if DC is ready to love. Welcome back to Crux Media Presents Past the Remote. Ready to love. We are recapping Ready to Love season four episode three and i'm here with my lovely wonderful peepers first off we're going to welcome to the show from my curl speak with key podcast it is key of course hey key hey uh, happy tuesday yes happy tuesday how you doing on this wonderful i can't complain it's a new week you said tuesday and it's actually happy monday yeah, whatever day you listening to this, because somebody's gonna listen to it on but, Tuesday. But uh, people live is Happy Monday. Monday. Yes, I need a live. nap. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. Listen you. to my show on Wednesday. <laughs> and she hasn't had any drinks, so her curls should it's still be speaking, sun. except for the Capri Sun, the watermelon <laughs> Capri Sun that we got here in the building. Uh, next uh, straight uh, all the way from Atlanta. We got AKA Big Muffins. What's going on there, brother Jeff? Beautiful people, what's going on, man? I want to send a special shout out to Mama Muffins. What's going on, moms? Uh, she just completed her last week of radiation. So big ups to moms and her fight against oh, breast cancer. Mom, proud of you. Love you. Shout out to moms. Give moms a round of applause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How was your week there, Jeff? Um, other than E prophesying that butt whooping my Jets took this week, you know, I'm straight. 
Well, we'll, we'll <laughs> that butt cutting, but all right. Uh, and then uh, all the way bro. from PA, all the way from PA, our boy at Big Kid Envy, EB in the building. What's going on, bro? What's happening? How's the week treat you? Treat me good, huh? New brim. You got a new brim? I see you. I ain't got no new brim. I'm going to be up there in a Yo, couple like, weeks. I'm, I'm really about to get my hat game up. I, I'm, I'm sick of this. <laughs> I'm getting my hat game up. Y'all send me some in the mail. My guy <laughs> put me on. Well, just to let you know, Unfiltered's about to drop the beanies. So, you know, look out for them. The code is curls. You <laughs> said what? You said what, Eve? I definitely need some of those because it'd be cold up here. Oh yeah, we got the. I should have them. They should be in stock next week. So, we'll uh, we'll go ahead and send out a couple of samples. We'll probably give one away on the show next week and, and see how that goes. See, ladies, instead of using bonnets, use beanies. Use a beanie. Not to bed though. Were well, they supposed to wear the bed? <laughs> Protecting their hair. So they need she talking about that bed. crew that wear the bonnet everywhere. <laughs> Guaranteed is somebody walking around with a bonnet and some hugs on right now. You <laughs> run into the store real quick, but you know, oh, look at me in my bonnet. I might smack. <laughs> All right, y'all, man. Let's get right into it. Let's not let the people wait anymore. Let's let them know how we feel about this show. Well, for those of us who uh, missed out, Ready for Love is kind of a different concept. Mm-hmm. And the thing I like about the show, and and if you take time to get into it, and really, I think it's a, a all these other shows I don't think do a good job of chronicalizing the dating scene. Mm-hmm. So I think this does a good job of hey, this is how dating goes because they're allowed to go home, they're allowed to talk on the telephone, mm-hmm. um, they're allowed to be on social media and all of these different things that usually shows block or stop or whatever and they usually put them in a controlled environment mm-hmm. this isn't controlled this is i go home to my house <laughs> i go to work you know we talk on the phone for three four hours getting to know each other mm-hmm. and i think that this does the best of all of the dating shows out it makes it takes a it makes a great job of just showing the dating scene now it might be olympic dating because you're cramming a lot into a little right because of the factor of being eliminated right Right. Or, or being deemed not ready to love, which I think they got right this week because I think that man was on the wrong show. Oh, definitely. Um, he's ready. He was ready to love. <laughs> he was ready to love. Oh, just, not, just not women. Oh, um, buddy. <laughs> he, he, he was giving that. Sweet <laughs> and <tangy>. <laughs> But that's our opinion, allegedly. Allegedly. We're going to get there because I got We're going to get there. We're going to get there. All right. So the episode starts out with uh, Tasia. Uh, getting to the brunch, uh, Tommy Miles from the, uh, for those who don't know, the host of the show is Tommy Miles from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. And uh, he starts out with, uh, they start out with Tasia getting to the brunch first because he set up a brunch for them and asking a few of the men, like she was still butthurt about being in the bottom two the night before. Mm-hmm. So oh, she was like, hey, look, you know, and it was the wrong men was in there. Who was in there? It was, uh, it was Corey who who just know how to lie. He won't Corey tell you what a, you want to know. Corey's just the but wrong yeah. person to be anywhere, anywhere, at any time. The, uh, um, uh, the wrong person to ask. <laughs> so, I, uh, let me, I can't get, all right, go ahead. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, we gonna get we gonna, you talking about you gonna get into Corey a little bit later. Listen. All right, so um so thoughts on her approach, like her aggressiveness in that moment of like trying to figure out who why did she end up in the bottom two key? What's your thoughts on that? Her expectations were entirely too high for me. And what I mean by that is what made her think that they were gonna tell her exactly how she ended up there? Like uh, she did, right? Like most women do. No, I don't expect men I'm, lie. <laughs> men lie. Women I gotta, it. I gotta hold it down for and, you know and, the and, W's. And, and women believe it. <laughs> no, I don't believe it because Kaya told me not to. <laughs> you always tell the truth. <laughs> Kaya said, don't trust them. So I know y'all be lying. Oh, I'm an honest man. I am an honest man. I am God's. Okay, well, go go ahead, Key. Okay. <laughs> well, back to what I was saying, like, even with the episode before that, when she was like, oh, I'm going to get to the bottom of this. How did this happen? I thought I built connections. I mean, they're saying what they want you to hear when they're talking to you. And that's basically how this is. Like, I don't think they're going to walk up to you and be like, oh, I'm not attracted to you. Or I didn't. Most of these men are not going to do that because they don't want to get voted off themselves. Mm-hmm. So they don't want to say the wrong thing. So that was my only problem with her. I feel like she should have just, it wasn't really an L. She should have relaxed. It wasn't an L because she's still on the show. So she didn't lose, but she should have just took that as a sign that, okay, maybe I need to step my game up. I need to do better with these dates or with my, you know, vibing back and forth. I would have took that as, okay, I almost went home. Let me do better this time. So, so who, who was there? It's, uh, Dante, uh, Corey and Corey and Naeem, I think. No, not Naeem. It's dude in the, what's dude in the yellow shirt? What's his name? Yeah, night. No. Okay. We lost the game. No, I'm Walter. Nah, that was um That wasn't no, that wasn't Frank neither. God the dog. Phil? That was Phil. 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 That was Phil. I can't remember his name. Because I like him. It was Phil. It was Phil. I like his vibe. Yeah, Phil, Phil got a laid back vibe, and he's yeah. not in the episode. He's not in this episode uh, too much, but he does. He he does. He's talked about in the episode later on, and we'll and we'll get to Phil. One thing I'll say about him before we move on: Phil was not much in this episode, but when he is in the room, even when they don't have a camera on him, it's like you could tell. You could tell he's in the room, like his presence is known. So I I, I like Phil. Yo, first okay. of all, she ain't that fine. She's she's a bootleg lala. I got right. you. you talking about Ticia? Yes. She's not that fine. And, <laughs> nah. and her attitude gonna get her. Because her attitude just because yeah, you she was, pack them droopy things wrong at the mad people. little dress doesn't mean that every dude in the room is supposed to be feeling. Did you say that? Yes, I did. That there was you come on. Dumb things need to Take be covered. Droopy things. <laughs> And, and held up. Not. Oh my god. She, she was wrong. At, she was. She I was mad wrong. She's beautiful. She's beautiful. She's beautiful. She, ain't she ain't that. She ain't that. She ain't piff. Nah. I right, Jeff. What's your thoughts on her? What's your thoughts on that? Yo, I I think she came at it with the wrong attitude. Like. I get you mad, I get you pissed, I get you angry, but I think like a little bit of what Key said, because of the setup of the show, the Olympic dating, these dudes ain't finna be 100% honest with you. Not 
on like the first second date or something like that like yo step your game up <laughs> like you said pack them things in and put your big girl panties on and let's go yeah i'm with you on that 100 percent with you on that um so they get into the mixer the mixer is set up um uh eb had to exit um, <laughs> they get into the mixer and um Question: Who do you think did a, the best job of navigating? We're gonna do best and worst. Mm-hmm. Who did the best job of navigating the mixer? Who would you say? Who would you say? We don't never ask you. Well, you're not <laughs> supposed to ask. What I would me. love I'm to the, know. Um, I think. <laughs> I think Phil did the best job of navigating the mixer. Mm-hmm. I think you saw Phil kind of moving around the room, although he wasn't the focus yeah. of any one camera. You always saw him, his movement around the room. And I think that that's the thing that's going to keep him within this, this thing. And it's because Phil does a good job of moving in silence. Mm-hmm. I think like, so he wasn't controversial. So it wasn't, he has to be on the camera. So the cameras didn't have to find him. Cause I'm pretty certain they filmed him, mm-hmm. but his stuff was so, Oh, this man just—it's just some regular stuff. Like, yeah, he's just doing regular things. Like the conversations were never overbearing. He's vanilla. So, it's, it's basic. He was vanilla, but that's why I think he's gonna get it because I think he's actually moving through. So I think he did the best job. Um, the worst job was done by Corey. Once again, Corey just <sighs> Corey always, just doesn't always. Corey just doesn't do things the way that one should. He does what he's expected. <laughs> he just doesn't do it the way one should all the time. So I think the 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 person in that would be, I would say, would have been Corey. The worst. Mm-hmm. Corey definitely on the bottom. Yes, I would say Corey. Key, what is what, what do you have? I would say, of course, the worst is Corey. Of course. Um, I would say for the women, it's just something. Camille's getting on my nerves real bad. But when it comes to the mixer, I'll say, <laughs> I want to say her name correctly. Tasia? Tasia. Tasia. From day one. From day one. That's the one that was in the bottom two. Yeah. She gives this vibe like she's doing a job interview. Like the conversations are not naturally flowing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why you don't see her go on dates mm-hmm. because they don't want to follow up with her. Okay. I can see that. So, so and, saying- and even with the conversations that she does have, the stuff that she says is kind of, yeah. So you're the, saying she did the worst to me. It, okay. and, the, and then, you know, Corey overall is the worst person on okay, the show. So who did the best on women's side? I'm, that's what, that's what we'll do. That's what we'll do. I'm, I'm because I I did men and women. Mm-hmm. Jeff and Eby will do men. You'll do the women. So best and worst women. Women, okay. Okay, I'm so we be... did we did worst was to see her. Okay, in best. the top for the best, my girl Courtney. Courtney, Courtney navigated that. Courtney navigates the room. The only thing that I I think about Courtney, she she needs to learn how to read the room, and what I mean by that is every man is not okay with how aggressive she is. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, Cornelius. I am. <laughs> and we'll get to that. <laughs> I wasn't in the room, but I'm just saying. Cornelius. <laughs> back to what I was saying. Okay. You got to 
because this sounds like Halloween. <laughs> Cornelius, I think, may be a little... He's too laid back for her. She's coming real hard at him, and he doesn't have the personality to match that. So when she's navigating the room, I'm not saying not be true to herself. She should always be true to herself, but you got to understand that everybody's love style and the way that people communicate is not the same. So for some of these men, she's going to have to tone it down just a tad bit. Okay, I get that. Because if she was a man acting like that, she's in heat. Obviously. <laughs> but if she was a man, like if we if we was to change it and she was a man saying some of the stuff that she says or rubbing the way that she rub on men, there would be an issue. Yeah. She'd be Corey. Definitely she would be Corey. You think do you she, think Courtney would be on she is the male, she's yeah, a woman right now. I don't know. You just her. accept it because you wanna. Oh. Mm. She's a she's a hot one nighter. <laughs> Jeff, what are your what are your thoughts on on who, who winners and losers from the men? I mean, who 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 did I'm sorry, best and worst. From who did the, the best of men? Okay, so I, I will say the worst for the men, and I know I might be giving a precursor to everything who navigated the worst was Carrington. He sucks. Okay, he sucked bedroom, and it was <laughs> obvious when he was talking to a lot of people. You could see it in their faces. It was just like, "Why are you bothering me?" So that's the worst. Uh, for the best for the men, like you said, I think. Phil has a has a way of navigating that room and really commanding a lot of attention. So that's my best and worst for men. My best for women, I'm actually say, I believe it or not, I think Zadia actually did a really good job in that room. Like I think she's another one of those that kind of when she's in the room, her presence is felt and known by a lot of men. Yeah, and, uh, as far as the worst for women. It is, I'm gonna go ahead and say to see you again. Like, uh, she's she's another one in it. There's a, she's in the bottom for a reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. So, mm-hmm. all right, e, best and worst. Who did the best? Who did the worst? All right. So, for me, I think that um, Corey. No, 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 not Corey. Um, Cornelius. Okay. I think he moves the best because he's he's himself. He just does him. And Corey is the worst because he does not know how to fix his his mess ups. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. he had many opportunities to just say you yo, you know what, ladies? My bad. I shouldn't have came off that way. Let's start over. Let's start over. Let's start anew, real quick. You know what I'm saying? And he ain't do that. Like even when he was talking to Sabrina, like Sabrina was like, "Yo, chill, hey, relax." Yeah, like, yeah. like we ain't got to go on no date. Like let's just just relax. Like I'm oh, sitting with you. Too hard. And I understand what I'm he, sitting with you. I understand what he's trying to do. Like he, he feels like when he's around the other dudes that he's competing, which so, he is. But he is. I I understand that, but not everybody can compete. You know what I'm saying? Like I I cannot compete. I have to be able to have you in my world and then want to be in my world. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm so I'm on it like that. So I, I agree with him, but he's still failing in my eyes because he's not correcting. He's not adapting to his environment. So to speak. Okay. That's cool. Um, so that I think that everybody kind of hit it on hit it, hit the nail on the head. And they we start to get and I'm gonna come back to Corey because there's something there's an observation I made about Corey, and I'm gonna I, I kind of have a a uh, synopsis, not a synopsis, but a hypothesis on uh, young. I have a hypothesis on on young Corey. Um, but okay, so we head out on the first. This is the first episode where you see them go out on dates. Uh, Moomin, uh, Corey bombed the mixer, completely bombed the mixer. Trash, trashed it. Bad. But when everybody was leaving the mixer, uh, Moomin uh, has a flat tire. And Corey fixes the flat tire. Um, that was an act now, of God. That was an act uh, of God. That was the good Lord shining on him. Yeah, because every now, man don't know how to fix no well, tire. Well, not only that, but I think I think there were other guys who left the scene and saw her flat tire. And just kept going. And kept riding because until Corey, I didn't hear anybody talk about this girl. Nothing. Nothing. She was quite quiet. <laughs> Nada. Like, like next week when it falls on the men... But we get to that because that's a segment at the end. But movement, like she was, because I don't find her to be attractive. Her weave is bad. Her weave is good. On this, show, this, I don't know what Oprah gave them for money. But you got to no, I don't think they. I don't think we got to research all that. the way free because you this, could this tell because them laces is lifting. Yeah, they, they, this is we got to research that because lifting and. But in anyway, store. so Corey, it falls into a sense. Now Corey was a gentleman. You said he had to take his shirt off. I had saw that. I Took wasn't impressed, but I saw it. Changed the tire and it opened them up course. to a phone call from her mm-hmm. and they decided to go out on a date. So their date was at a park mm-hmm. um, and they did a little hiking and then they went and sat on probably the oddest place that you could possibly sit on a big ass tree stump on a big, I'm sorry, a big tree branch. They I walked, don't even know. Yeah. A, they walked 10 feet. They were like ten feet from the open area into the bush, into the <laughs> to the trees. Right, and, and it was a now. She seems to like his conversation. <laughs> she seems to find his corniness cute. Um, and then he did some creep stuff. Like he got down and was like, "Hey, look, I'm about to help you off," and got behind her and said, "Hey, let's pretend we're on a horse." Like I've never in all the days of my life. I was like, "What is he doing?" Like that. Yeah. You, so you ain't never had a brother Who does that. Who does that? You say what? What you say? You ain't never had nobody try to do doubles with you on the screen. No. Oh, that's that was that was elementary's finest fun. Yeah, I didn't go to the party. Did you ever pull that move? That you go like that? No, no, I never had nobody do that. And you pull that thing I would tell all the girls that they got to stand up, and I'm sick. No, I, I yeah, didn't experience that. Like when you put that. your you put your hand you put your hands on on the arm. Yeah, I was different up there. Oh mm. man, listen, you missing out. Okay, yeah. I'm okay. Not, I'm that not is that missing. is further proving the point that his own behind is pulling an elementary move. <laughs> which which is Jeff and Jeff. And now let me say this: I'm gonna tell you the vibe because this is what I was getting to. I'm gonna tell you the vibe that Corey gives me. Corey gives me the vibe of someone who was corny as crap in high school and got money. It ended up like I'ma show him. I'ma show him. Uh, I'ma be something. Turned his body into something. Right. Made money 
and now he's out the there. Yeah, so now he's out there. But the thing about a corny dude, they don't know they're corny. Is you don't know you're corny. And then whether you have money or not, you're still corny. You, you can't uncorn. You can't uncorn. The like, the thing that corny uh, oh, I about to say corny. You can't uncorn. <laughs> the thing that Corey said that got me was he said, if you take one step, I'ma take three. I was like, uh-uh, that's real creepy to me. Like, like, like he real aggressive when he comes to his approach. I I don't I don't nah, know. but you gotta you got no. to. A man has to no. show 80 yeah, no, and a woman no, not, not the way he go about it. Nah, You're not comes, about to, to hump me and act like you on a hole. I think Corey is Peppy Le Pew. <laughs> I think he redeemed himself on that one. Yeah, he redeemed himself. She seemed to have liked his corniness, and I think that changing her tire. That's the only reason he got that date. No, that's the only reason he got that date, mm-hmm. but she saw on the phone too. And they that talked on the phone and they had a conversation. She called him. And, and she called him. But think about that. That's that was uh what's it called? Um oh my god, what's it called? Somebody that pulls your chair out, opens your door. service. Huh? That's acts of service, right? It's acts of service, but it's um chivalry. Was, oh, yeah. Chivalry. Mm-hmm. All right. So <laughs> he showed chivalry and in a sense yeah. of nah, baby, don't worry about it. I got you. Mm-hmm. And I think that went a long way with her because you know what it is for a woman. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't always have to be a physical attraction. Y'all will overlook some stuff. I don't overlook corny. No, I'm just saying y'all will overlook <laughs> some stuff. <laughs> y'all will overlook some stuff to get to a point, right? Well, I will say this: sometimes you be blind and you don't know they corny until after you get out of it. Okay, and then you be like, "Oh Lord, how did I do that? How did you do that?" And so he was cone cone, <laughs> cone cone. <laughs> now, now we're going to get to the so. I think Corey is like oh. high up there on my creeper meter. Oh, definitely so. Uh, and I think right behind him on my creeper meter is Camille. Uh, <laughs> Camille. Yeah, I wasn't expecting this. Definitely. Oh, my definitely. God. Get to the next date. Get to the next date. Get to the next date. I'm, right. I'm, I'm on my way, Jeff. I'm on my way. Because we got to talk about these. Lord have mercy. So Camille sets up a four-way date. She asked Walter out on the date with her. Mm-hmm. And then oh invited Cornelius oh and Courtney to be on a date together, literally just to see how he interacted oh with God. other women on it within the process. To be honest with you, I felt like that was mad disrespectful to Walter. Like you really used him. It was. And and Walter knew it because he said it at the end of the um at the end of the day. He said, Shoot, I'm just gonna say hey, eat my shrimp. I don't even know why he I'm said, here. Why am I here? He said, Why am I why even am here? I? He said, you know, matter of fact, man, I gotta right. get back to the office. Yo. So go that's ahead. Stupid. <laughs> you know, I always gotta find one that's stupid as hell. But she better calm down before she uh get herself voted off by being so clingy. She's way too clingy. Like this is my guy. That's no, nah. That's a turnoff. That does not get me. I'm sorry. Okay, so that's that's my that's my question to the panel. Well, like one of my questions to the panel was, so what are your thoughts on her intentions? You know what I'm saying? What what are your thoughts on her intentions through this date, Key? 
I feel like she just really wanted to see the chemistry, to see if there was any chemistry between Courtney and Cornelius. So she used, she used her, her, that was her playing her hand. Um, but she doesn't play it very well either because where she messes up is when she'd be like, Oh, well don't touch him or don't do that. Like you're on a date with a whole nother man. You should not be saying things like that. You shouldn't be saying anything. Right. You shouldn't even be saying anything about someone else's date. Because right. that's their date. That's their date. So it was dis- not only was she disrespectful to Walter, she was disrespectful to Courtney. And she was disrespectful to Courtney's. To all, everybody involved. She was disrespectful to the producers. But on the first episode, <laughs> on the first episode, I got so many red flags from her when she said that, oh, I got a boyfriend and his name Cornelius. I never thought she was joking. I never thought she was joking. I, I agree. Uh, she was... You know, never, she reminds never, uh, never. She remind me of a thin line between love and hate. Yes, she's yeah. very fatal attraction ish. Yeah, I would not. I would be definitely never yes. giving her my phone. And she, she ain't even. He ain't even wrote me. You acting like this, and you ain't seen the Peter Bird. How she gonna act if he lay it down or jump off the dresser? See, I don't trust stuff like that. Keep your that, stuff to yourself. That boy could be two inches from his back pocket, and she's gonna uh, love it. And be crazy about it. See, I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> I know I don't care. You just in the back pocket when it's going in the opposite direction. I don't know. <laughs> no, she crazy enough to love it. It's gonna be the best in the world. And yeah. then when they break up, it was my. It was, it was, yeah, <laughs> when they break up, no, she she's gonna try to keep him. <laughs> yeah, I got a question, Ooh, Jeff. Do you, Jeff? Do you think that? Um, Yo. Cornelius, do you do you think that Cornelius notices what Camille is doing? I don't think he notices it all the way, but he's probably getting vibes because if we're talking and we're trying to make a connection and then you set me up on a date with another woman, I'm going to give you the side eye from here on out because now it's like, okay, you're making it where I have to jump through hoops to get your affection. So, it, I mean, I'm pretty sure he he ain't got his thumb on exactly what she's doing, but he got to at least notice. I mean, because, heck, if Walter can notice it, I'm pretty sure everybody else notice it. Like, it's it's that obvious. Like, it's just it's blatantly disrespectful. I'm like, okay, I, she, like, um, it's just, it's just nuts. Like, I don't understand the purpose of putting him out with another woman because you saw when she said uh found out that they actually had some chemistry i think later on in the episode courtney talks about like she knew cornelius for like five years or something like that oh she was mm-hmm. she was even more hot like oh okay now I definitely got to keep you away from him but you sent them on the date in the first place with your crazy right. self like that was stupid mm-hmm. now now i'm glad you brought up courtney all right now the reason i say that is because Remember, Ibrahim, he was like, you know, I'm I'm not com- uh, uh, that. Who thought they was in a, a, a competition? Um, Corey. Yeah. You know, Corey, Corey navigates the room like he's in a competition. Yeah. I think um, um, Carrington navigated the room like he was in a competition. Um, well, that was more like a, a, a presidential election. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a competition. It's a I got to be voted to, to, to I got to touch everybody to get to the next right. to get to the next step. Courtney, she she's like me. I don't have any competition, so I don't even think Courtney cares that 
Camille she is doesn't. acting the way she's she acting because she, she doesn't even acknowledge it. it. She doesn't even acknowledge it. No, mm-hmm. I, and she's not doing anything on that date. Courtney she's didn't do anything at all. out mm-hmm. of pocket. Courtney was like, so you mean to tell me I couldn't do this? And she put her hand on his lap like I couldn't do this. And Cornelius was like, oh, yeah, he was with it. He was like, yeah. <laughs> You know, the Lord saved me, but uh, you can touch that if you like. You know what I'm saying? So I, it's just, I like the way Courtney's Courtney movie. Said, Courtney said a line in the date that's done. Yeah. What she said? Yo, so when she said um, that she likes to pray over her man, I said, oh, Camille, you done. Courtney, yeah. Courtney just got eyes <laughs> off of Courtney only. Him. That's it. She's talking about two different types of pranks. Who cares? Yeah, she spit, she spit that right line. Yeah, I mean, hey, Courtney got game, man. Courtney, that's all that was. She was telling him what he wanted to kill. Courtney, and, and you mean girls to tell, up three? You mean to tell me? <laughs> you mean to tell me? You mean to tell me? Courtney ain't gonna get that Peter Bird if she if she tried Cornelius. No, Cornelius can say what he wants. Twenty first anyway. Huh? She said that's what she wants. Yeah. So that that oh, that's a great question. I, I had that written down. Um yeah. thoughts on the importance of sex before marriage. You gotta test drive that car. It's 2021. Because we don't know how to drive no stick, you cannot get in the car with me. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Preach. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's that's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's also what I said too, though. Like, hey, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. We gonna we gonna leave it on that one. We gonna leave it on that one. Hey, I'm gonna tell you what, need, what, uh, <laughs> what that's gonna make me do right now. I need to go pour me a drink. I'm just about to do. Bam, son. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> go ahead, get your drink. But I'm, I'm telling. You, Physical first, you can build on the rest. No, yeah, because <laughs> you gotta look like something. Yeah, then so after I mean, you look like something, you gotta rub like something. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, we could be emotionally, you know, connected. You gotta rub something like you can rub you something like rub something. something. <laughs> okay. Oh no! Oh no! Oh lord! Let's, oh, let's, lord. Get, let's get out of here. See how deep she prays. <laughs> Oh, oh Lord. Oh Lord. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, you good? <laughs> Had to make her good over there. How good can you get the straw? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the <Capri Sun>. <laughs> In the hole. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right, y'all. All right, y'all. Right, let's 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 and go, man. Let's let's go. Break. <laughs> no, Orangeville cannot take a break, sir. Okay, you said what? <laughs> Orangeville cannot take a break. No, man. Geez. Listen, man. I had to go. I had to go. <laughs> he had to his hat off. He took his hat off. I had to go pull. One. <laughs> hey, but let's go. Um, now, oh, one okay. of the most unlikely okay. people. One of the most <laughs> unlikely people, uh, Zadia, um, she shows up in this number. <sighs> I wish I had the I'm moist drop. You was moist? 
Off that, off what she had, off what Zadie had on when she went to go see Tyrone. <laughs> Goddamn right. <laughs> Goddamn right. We will post that on our social media. Um, uh, they have a lot of women. When women work out, they like to show off the stuff. Moist. Oh, there you go. All <laughs> oh, I response, I said, I'm moist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm moist. <laughs> Where are we going? All right, all right. Before we get canceled, man, let's stay on top of it. Let's get <laughs> let's get this good. All right. Um, but um Tyrone and her they talk, they get a little deep. Tyrone talks about his PSD. Um, I was gonna pose the question of can you date a person with PSD? PTSD. PTSD, Jesus Christ. Um, PTSD. I'm sorry about that. Um, but I thought a, a, a deep question was, do you think Tyrone revealed too much too soon? E, what you thought about? It? Do you think he revealed too much too soon? No. Because women have to emotionally connect with you. So um, revealing the fact that he has something that actually can change the scope of their relationship if they get into a long-term relationship is very important. So I think that it was the perfect opportunity for him. And it explains a lot of why he does not move around the room when they're at these mixers. So it's letting them know that he's deeper than what they see and that he can be what they need to be. So I would have did the same thing. Okay. Okay. Key, what, what you thought? For him? No. I don't think he said it too soon because I agree with Evie. That um, you know, we do well, women. Not, I wasn't talking necessarily it. I'm just talking about did he reveal too much? I was about to, I wasn't finished. Uh, you gotta not. let me finish talking. Excuse me, shut me up. <laughs> okay. I don't feel like he revealed too much because I'm with I feel exactly <laughs> how Evie feels about the fact that women do we prefer well, I mean, once we got the physical attraction, then the emotional thing is next. Now, in the case of if it was a woman. Like, for example, I have PTSD. I do not tell people that early on. Okay. Because it could, you think be, it could. Because, no, it's not because I feel like a man would be scared of it. That's not it. It's because when you reveal too much trauma as a woman, when you reveal too much trauma to a man, sometimes they could use that against you. Okay. That's I not a real man. That's, I do agree with that. That's a male. That's a, real man. a real man yeah. will yeah. take your trauma yeah, handle that. and handle it. Even if he can't fix the problem, you should be able to know that you can come to him with anything. Mm -hmm. So, reveal first. Preach. Okay. Well, Jeff, I'm going to ask you this. Uh, and I, I tailor made this question just for you. You know, how do you feel? Or, or have you been in a situation because you're married uh, uh, and with the courtship of your wife? And I mean, all of us have been married, but you're currently married. Um, mm -hmm. Do you feel like it, mm -hmm. if things that like, did she reveal too much too soon? Did she hold back? Have you had to learn her over time? And what would have changed anything if she did reveal too much soon early on? Um, my wife has always been a straight shoot, a hundred percent. This is what you get. She told me a lot up front, and I'll be honest, it took. Uh, it took me learning how to understand it because again, you know, people come from di different situations, different backgrounds. So I didn't understand it at first, 
But the more I got to know her, I appreciated her telling me things up front because I saw how it affected her. I saw how she did this because of something she revealed to me. So it wasn't too much too soon because I, it, it laid the foundation for something beautiful to be um, made about. I think when people reveal a lot early on, it's up to the other person to really say, okay, I'm going to help you with this, or I'm going to help you work through this, or be like, nah, that's too much for me. And I think I thank her for telling me that stuff earlier on. Like you said, you don't, uh, we talked about that last time. You don't want to get to know a person's representative. Like you want to know the real them. And when they're able to do that and be consistent with that, it, 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 it lays a foundation for something beautiful. All right. I, I, I can get with that. That, that makes, that seems to make sense. Um, and then they, they kind of, they transition over to Asia and the aforementioned Carrington. Uh, they meet up for a date. Now, Asia, when she's talking, now tell me if everybody's with me on this. When she got her hair down, she looks like a treasure troll. Um, don't you ever disrespect my woman in your life. <laughs> <laughs> when she's got her hair down, I knew you was picking her. Eve, I knew that was your crush. I knew it, Eve. I knew it. It was that blonde hair. Man, Not she looked like a treasure troll with her hair down, man. I don't care what you say. With her hair down now, with her hair up. She's way more attractive with her hair up. All she had to say for me was when they Yo, when she walked into you? the pizza, she was like, the BX is in the building. I was like, yes. <laughs> now, I will, I will say her, her little her, her, her New York flag. I knew it. New York flag was ready to propose right there. Honey. Honey. <laughs> her New York swag make her look better than what she is. I, I will say that. Uh, New York does make her look better than what she is. It's something because I guess because I'm from New York, it's something about a New York woman that is like she's not, she doesn't come across as weak, but she's sensitive. Yeah, she got that side. Nah. Yeah. But she's gonna tell you what's real and 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 not take no junk from you. You know what I'm saying? And I've always uh, yeah, and I think that you can. A lot of a lot of New York women are like that, like straight up going to tell you like, yo, this ain't I ain't, I ain't that, you know, this ain't that. That's what they go to tell you from the gate. This ain't that. Um, but you saw the sensitive side when she started to talk about her daughter and how much she ride for her daughter and, you know, how much she wants to show her daughter how strong a woman needs to be, even through all of the mess. And you saw that little sensitive side where she kind of, you know, had to kind of, you know, start to tear up a little bit. Um, but I really didn't want to focus on her because I think. I think she's I think she's in a better place than Carrington is. So I wanted to focus on Carrington a little bit here. First off, we're in the season of red flags, apparently. Mm-hmm. It's a hot thing now. Red flags. It's always been around, but all of a sudden in the last couple of months, two months. I ain't never heard of this many times. I, I ain't never heard of this many damn times. But red. All right. So what red flags do you see with Carrington? And I just want everybody to give me one. So Jeff, what red flag do you see with Carrington? His earring. <laughs> My dude. My dude. <laughs> Shit. That earring too long. That earring, earrings that dangle. Like who wears a dangling? E- well, I guess those that are spicy. Tanky. Tanky. Exactly. Keep going. Keep next. Next flag. 
Next flag, uh, Key. What red flag do you see? Him? The same one. He get real. Um, the Is more drink, it's the more he drink, the more, the more feminine he comes out. Uh, that man was drinking the Amaretta sour on the final date. It had a chew uh, with a tree in it. Yeah. Yeah. Who drinks out of straw? And then you you notice when they flash the Tyrone in a sip like a man's supposed to do. Yeah, like a man's supposed to do. Yo, put some lipstick on that, brother. Oh my god. Yes, it was oh my party. Man, but anyway. Yeah. Uh uh E, what was your red flag on on uh, yeah. he about to be on Jose Tinder? Yo. <laughs> you mean Troy. <laughs> but nah. I was gonna say earring too, but the fact that he argues with women. Mm-hmm. I can't stand like, it. Ooh, you you have I'm not gonna take that. I'm not gonna yeah, you're not gonna yeah. Really, dude? Like this is how how you present yourself to a female. Yeah. All right. So y'all you might as well uh break out your Vaseline and slick your hair backs because y'all two about to fight. Yeah. <laughs> go, ahead, go ahead and put that Vaseline on. Hey, but, uh, my but, red flag. Does it, ahead, does it make you wonder what club he works at? I said, does it make you wonder what clubs he does his event planning at? Do he work at the club on Wednesday night? Y'all know what Wednesday night is. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to be at the club. Do not know when others do they come. Oh, Wednesday night. <laughs> no, 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 no. Now <laughs> <laughs> that's why he interviewed. Because he's trying to mask his femininity. Oh God! And the more he drank, and the more upset oh, he get, the more it come out. Cause she wanted to call him sis at the end. Mm. Oh. <laughs> you I'm, just glad, oh. I'm just glad that oh, he went on date with her, so I got to see her. Oh. <laughs> okay, uh, we gotta get to the next date. We gotta get to the next date. <laughs> well, my my red flag um was different than all of yours because y'all all had the same one. <laughs> Uh, and I knew you all would, so I said, "Let me let me look a little deeper and and figure out um, what would be a, a another red flag." And my red flag was the fact that he said, "I don't cheat because I never get in a relationship." To that call whole, it cheating, that whole conversation. Did you notice how he was sweating? Yeah, like he was sweating. He was like, "Oh, this is some bullshit." Let me let me yeah. let me go ahead. Let me go ahead and hard. Hard. She was about to ask that. I think she asked him. They and just. But here's the thing, and I think that he did it. Although she was feeling him, I think he those comments. She already was feeling a certain type of way because she knew he was a club promoter. Mm. So she was like, "It's a lot of women and a lot of this and a lot of that," and I don't know if I could deal with that. Yeah. And then you're literally saying, "I don't get in relationships because I want to mess with all these women." Yeah. So I can't. So it doesn't constitute cheating. I just don't get in a relationship, and I think that was a red flag for me. So that doesn't constitute cheating. I just won't be in a relationship. Yo, what what woman don't want a bestie like that? <laughs> no, dude, what woman don't? You know you want. You know you want you a man that can help you with your 
dresses. No, 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 no. Yo, did you hear what that man Hold on. Another red flag, real quick. That man said, that man said, he had her, her face on and she had her nails and they was polished. And I just love a polished woman. I was like, So you don't like mm-hmm. no polished woman? What? Mm-hmm. A woman would mm-hmm. notice their nail polish. Not the way so you're you describing it. You together? I understand well put together. I, don't, I use, I use, I use, you know what? I don't. Vernacular I use is I, I like to see a, a, a woman that's well, that's very well put together. I do not say polished. <laughs> It sounds so funny coming out your mouth. Exactly. Never. Never. Exactly. I've never <laughs> once. He's a straight man. <laughs> because why? I am a straight man. All he and, had to say was she looked fabulous. And Carrington gets this. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> oh. Yes. Lord. Man, at the end of the day, we, we man, I'm telling you. Canceled off this one episode. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. We ain't racist this week, <laughs> but he's all black. Uh, next day, next day, uh, <laughs> next next up, there was a five way. All right, uh, they had a five way with uh, Dante. I got Ian, but I know his name ain't Ian. Ain't no Ians. Tasia, Shiloh, Xavier, and Naim. Not Naeem. Naeem. God dog it. Let's call the brother Bilal. Bilal. <laughs> brother Bilal. Um, Zadia and Zadia mentions that these are, two of her, these are two of her top two dudes. Um, here's a question. Does Shiloh have an advantage? Uh, and this is for you, Ereem. Um, Does Shiloh have an advantage being that she's an intimacy coach? Yes. Baby, use that advantage. Please. <laughs> Definitely use your advantage. But that's what it's all about, though, right? You know what I'm saying? You're trying to win. It's, it's a competition, right? So go ahead. Use what you, use your tool. But you're also going to be able to notice the wrong thing, too. So go ahead. Yo, nah, I'm with it. Uh, what about you, Key? Yeah, she know what to say. She know how to get them going. And you know, the thing about her being an intimacy coach, let's be for real. Men think with their penises first. So Peter Bird. I use the correct term. Okay. Meaning right. that makes it clean. Okay. It does make it clean. Okay. Because okay. it's clean over there on my curse key. So I know how to talk. Okay. <laughs> but the fact that she does know everything about being intimate and men do think with their second head first. That makes it where she has an advantage over the other women because even with the with the with the date the five way date and she talked about like how she would blindfold him and have him taste this and and it wasn't sexual. What she was talking about wasn't sexual. It was more it was sensual. very sensual. And the thing is, y'all like that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I, I like her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like. Her. I had wrote down what she had say, y'all. <laughs> Jeff, what's your thoughts on Shallow in this in this particular scene? I don't think she has an advantage because if she did, she wouldn't be on the show. Um, but I think she knows 
exactly what to say to keep the attention on her and to keep them interested in what she has to say. So she spit the right things to say, like, hey, I'm going to take your intimacy to the next level. Every brother wants to hear that. We're going to do what? Because mm-hmm. now they're thinking of all the nasty, freaky stuff they about to do with Shiloh on some next level type stuff. So she she, she won the game on that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you said she won the game? Mm-hmm. Game, set, match? She doing it. She doing get, like that whole that 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 they was checkmate when she started talking about some next level. I would blindfold you and this, that, and the third. You see, they weren't paying attention to the other two girls, none. Okay, now right, hold up before you go. Before you oh, yeah. go, I honestly didn't even notice that part because that don't that don't turn me on. What the sens- the sensuality of it? No, no, no. Blindfolding and duct taping and all that nonsense. Oh like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you on that, cause I ain't into all that. That's that. So she should she, she might have to say something different, but I still think she got an advantage. Okay, all right. Now I got a question for y'all because hey, well, as I was watching it, I was like, I'm pretty sure our listeners want to know, and they asked it on the show, so I'm gonna ask it here. Mm-hmm. What's the weirdest place that you've ever had sex? Key. <laughs> oh my god. I might get I might get in trouble for this one. <laughs> oh my god. Yo, I, just, I, I just shout my mama out on this show, yo. Oh, I'm sorry. Shout my mama out on this show. Oh, yeah. do this to me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> The uh, weirdest place I've ever had sex would be in Barnes and Noble. Damn. That's like <laughs> what? You <laughs> in the romance section? <laughs> <laughs> what section was you in? Mystery? Oh, you, you, was mystery? Was it children's <laughs> books? Was it self-help? I think the way self-help because she was getting help. Close. It's close to the front. It was near I, the back where the horror um blues. The thrillers. <laughs> you was with the every Jerome Dickey. Horror. Books. The thrillers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was nice though. It was <laughs> yeah. Donald Goins. <laughs> <laughs> I bet by that Donald Goins. <laughs> Getting that tough stuff. You go, girl. <laughs> Oh what's yours? Ah uh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> to, the people, to the people, I just hope don't no, no questions come back from this. Yes. <laughs> I swear I would never tell. It was the stock room. <laughs> Which one? Woodbridge Mall. Woodbridge Mall. Yeah, I had the keys. Okay. <laughs> he had the keys he to the, the streets. Well, I, I, I used to do uh LP for them. <laughs> I got that phone call and I couldn't. I'm a weak man. 
And uh, yeah, we we took it to the third floor stock room over there. <laughs> All right, uh, Jeff, I'm gonna help you out here. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, we ain't even gonna ask you, Jeff. We're gonna no, leave you no, out. No, no, no. You know what? No, hold on. I I, I will be fair. Okay. No, no, no. I, I will be I will be fair because I've actually had this conversation with my wife. We've actually had this talk not recently. Okay. So okay. the strangest, the weirdest place that I've ever done this was uh was in the backseat of a car behind the Ingles. Behind Ingles? Oh, he got groceries. He got the groceries. And, and, the groceries. I, I'm gonna tell you the details in 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 the in the green room. Like in the green room. room. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, since I was since I asked the question, I'll be cool to answer the question. Oh, oh my, my brother. I'm what? Right. Which what? one are you gonna choose? Oh, oh. No, the one I was gonna choose. Wait, hold on. No. Yeah. Not the one, not the one, not the one in the, uh, 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 in, uh, in South Orange Towers. I ain't talking about that one. I ain't gonna say that one. I ain't gonna say that one. Um, uh, the, uh, it was in the elevator at the Country Inn in Florence, in South Carolina. And while we were in the middle of whatever, the elevator started moving and it came, you know, somebody called the elevator and it, the doors opened and, why you ain't hit the stop button? Uh, no, for oh, what? Oh, and then, <laughs> the people were some was, excuse my language, but it was some white people, and we didn't stop. And the dude was like, um, "So <laughs> what floor are you going to? <laughs> to the top?" I said, I said three, three button. Now we went back up and. Very interesting night. Very interesting. Night. All right, so mercy. That was it. Now, <laughs> coming, uh, bringing it back full circle. Um, thoughts on Tasia? Like Tasia was on the date, but she wasn't even in the room. Although she was physically there. Like, what are your thoughts on her not interacting at all? They even asked her the question, and she was on some corny. Excuse my language. She was on some corny shit talking about some. Hey, uh, it's for me and the person I was with. Well, some people really are that private. Uh uh-uh. uh, she's a thought. But nobody. But said, she may have not had. Honestly, she may have not had nothing kinky happen to her. But what I'm saying is, like, she could have participated. And I think when when you're she's in a situation, when you're in a situation where you know that men are sexual creatures, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And you're in a situation where these other two women are at the table. This is a competition to stay on the show so that you have the opportunity to find love. This is, this is the dating world. This is. <clears throat> how it works it's like i'm single until i'm not so to speak mm-hmm. so you're out here dating many people trying to figure out who works for you and if you're not partaking in the conversations because she didn't even partake in the conversation i forgot she was there outside of saying i like a scruffy beard i don't care what's on top but even that wasn't a part of the conversation that was in the separate commentary <clears throat> the individual commentary that they give and so she wasn't even in the room and I didn't realize she was there until she was like that she was still there until she was like, yeah, I don't tell when it went back to her on the individual commentary. And she just sapped, she just sipped her drink. Like, and I like turned out, I was just like, like, why are you here? Right. I, I think she's, I think she's a thought and she didn't want to <laughs> let people know how loose she is. And <laughs> I think that 
I also think that to go opposite what you're saying, there's nothing wrong with building a, a, a mystique or intrigue because she's already putting everything else out there as it is. But you got to open your mouth, though, Eve. Like, she didn't even open her mouth to say, you know what, y'all? I don't kiss and tell. She could have said something clever. That she ain't clever. The only thing she said was, whoever ends up with me is going to be very happy. Well, that could mean a, a number of different things. You could be talking about anything. She likes, she likes men that are smarter than her because she's stupid. <laughs> I'm just being a honey. And she doesn't want she don't know she she don't want people to know she got that double fisted guap guap seven thousand. <laughs> double fisted guap guap seven thousand. Why would you want to whoa 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 say that again? <laughs> But why would you not want nobody to know that? That ain't nothing to be embarrassed about. Because she's stupid. Because look at him. <laughs> like it ain't nothing to be embarrassed about. She uses her body to catch dudes. She does not have, there isn't an ounce of intrigue or anything about that woman. Not to say that she's not a nice person, because I'm not into downing people like that, but I will walk right past her like, oh, damn, look at those, and then keep it pushing. Mm -hmm. And I don't even introduce myself to females like that, and I would definitely pass her by. (laughs) She keeps on passing me by. Yo. All right, let's let's move on from Tasia and her droopy droops. Um, they head on. Next scene is the lady lounge. Uh, the ladies get together pretty much to vote somebody off because the ladies have the power on this episode. They get to vote someone off. And what ends up happening is they vote on two guys mm-hmm. who pretty much are at the bottom, who people really aren't feeling it by the masses. And then they decide one of them who's considered not ready to love, who they deem is not ready to love. Now... Aisha isn't there because she gets in a car accident. Mm-hmm. Now, my man, my man Phil goes to <clears throat> help her out. He's my man he's uh, the, her knight, her knight in shining armor, which is she should have called me. Uh, she should have called you. You 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 would have drove all the way to DC. Well, I ain't far from you actually. Uh, six hours. Yeah, I mean, but you'd have got there in time by the police by the time police left. Yeah. You'd have got there. Even, even uh, been there. Her, then I would have called her. <laughs> well, so what do you, what are your thoughts on how I didn't realize so many people like Cornelius? Oh no, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then not only did a lot of people like Cornelius, he liked them back. He liked them back because he be talking to them. And then Ooh, that, Camille, so and Camille was so she, she was did not such know, a hater. She did not know he was talking to people Ooh, on the phone and stuff like that. Yo, y'all know I like crazy. She felt like she been cheated on. Hey, type of crazy. Yeah, that she she was on some different shit. Like she was on. She got to go. Yeah, I I I I can honestly. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, Jeff, what 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 was your thoughts on what's her name? K. Kiri. 
is Carrie. Carrie. Mm-hmm. What's your thoughts on Carrie? Because I thought that Tyrone, me and Key had a conversation off air uh, prior to the show. And she thinks that mm-hmm. Tyrone didn't deal with the situation with Carrie correctly. I thought he dealt with it the best he could. It may not have been correct, but it was the best he could in the moment. Uh, so for those who don't know, if you haven't watched the show, um, tune in. Kerry, uh, Kerry wanted that was feeling Tyrone. Tyrone said he was feeling Kerry, but he wasn't feeling her as much as he was feeling three other women. And Tyrone felt as though he needed, he couldn't, he couldn't basically put his energies into four women. Three was enough. And since she fell in fourth, basically on his ranking meter, he decided to let her know that he wasn't feeling her like that. He didn't mm-hmm. say he wasn't feeling her at all. He just said he wasn't feeling her like that. And I think in this process, the thing that I agreed with him in saying it was, I'm not going to waste any more of your time when you could try to find a connection with someone else. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter how I say it to you. Well, it depends how I say it to you. It doesn't matter what I say, just as long as you understand that this connection is not going to go any further than where it is. And apparently he called. I think it was Shallow. Shallow. He called Shallow and Shallow was like, hey, look, you know, I'm going to give you some yeah. insight. You know, he said that he only had a capacity for three. Um, and then Kerry, Kerry made a good point. He should have discussed that. He should have right. said, he should have told that to me. Which Him was, feeling which, like that wasn't the problem. It was the fact that the same way he called her and was cold on the phone and was just like, oh, I can't do this anymore. I don't feel a connection. Whatever he said to her, the same way he worded it to her, he could have said what he said to, to um, Shiloh. But what if he doesn't know how to break up with somebody? Well, he's socially awkward. He's yeah, he said he's socially awkward now. So he doesn't really know how to break up with nobody. Yeah, I got an interesting take on it. I think I got an interesting take on this. Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah, so I think I think for him, knowing what he said earlier in the conversation on his date about his PTSD, what came to my mind when he started talking about this is he felt more comfortable talking to Shiloh and I know, you know, people who have gone through PTSD, when when they have that safe space, they'll run to that safe mm-hmm. space first before they go mm-hmm. to anything else. So he was dead wrong for how he delivered the information. He was dead wrong for what he did. But because he felt safest talking to her first, that's who he decided to go to. Now, do I agree mm-hmm. he should have told her girl? Yeah, he did. But I think the way that I don't know what's like triggered in his mind or what's going on. It just made more sense for him to talk to her first. So that's, that's just how I took it. And I, I get that because of the fear. That makes sense. Fear factor will trigger the PTSD. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I could see that being uh, actual factual, but um, I got to give shout out to shallow for spilling the tea because all that do is make her look better to the dudes and creates havoc for uh, whatever Carrie, because she whacked me. Um, it, it it makes her go on a rampage. I think it's going to make her go on a rampage where she screw up with all these dudes and get voted off. So shout out to Shiloh for being messy. I love you. <laughs> All right, Key, what did you think of <laughs> Key? My thought, uh, your thoughts on 
basically, there's two people there mm-hmm. who we know who fell in the bottom two. Mm-hmm. Um, Carrington and uh, Corey. Mm-hmm. All right. Corey had one person to speak up for him. And I think if Aisha had made it to the meeting, I think Aisha would have spoke up for Carrington. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts on, do you think that, because we know Carrington gets voted off, um, but, and he handled it. So I thought he handled it in a he messed up. He handled it like in a very... Like an arrogant ass. That's how he handled it. He handled it, like he handled it very tangy. <laughs> he handled it very tangy. Because I would have called him sis after that. <laughs> Honey. Like an aggravated woman. Yes, like he was about to fight her for this. Like he came and when he sat down, he was like, hold on. When he, when he felt it, he was like, so basically this is, uh, y'all voting me off. Like he, he went into that defense mechanism and he his feminine side kind of came out. Mm-hmm. He kind of showed a little bit of femininity in that mm-hmm. in that scene. Showing that feminine the whole three. It get, it get much more. We're on the flip side. Corey was on his 100% that, masculine that earring, the, that earring got the twinging. Yeah, his earring got the twinging. Um, but I think, do you think that there's a different outcome <laughs> if Aisha makes it to that meeting? No. Keep. No, because I truly feel like they keeping Corey for entertainment purposes. I don't feel like they think that Corey is ready for love. I think they just, they're keeping him because he has. Nah, he's not that entertainer. He's the people's choice right now. Entertaining. But he's more entertaining. He, okay, he was in the bottom two twice. But Corey does keep some type of drama going on because he still has this whole copy-paste thing to him. He doesn't have any type of genuineness. But he's going to be beyond that point by now. Yeah, I think he, I think he's being genuine now. He's just... So gen- is it he's, just, he's just genuinely corny? That's what I was about to say. He's just genuinely he's, corny. He's black. He doesn't know how to... He yeah, yeah. found out. Oh, yeah. He found oh, yeah. a way to get women to actually say yes to him, and he never learned how to switch up. To maintain it. No, just switch up because if if what works for you as a female is not going to work for the woman right. that's sitting next to you. Mm-hmm. So you got to be able to adapt and switch up. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what he can't do. He knows how to play his game, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And well, what I will say is he's genuine. I think he's a genuine dude. I think he played the last 10 minutes of the episode perfect. Yeah, because I'm still trying to figure out how she said he'd get to a second date. Well, because to, Tessia don't have nobody wanting to take her on a first date. Oh, that, that would be because he, he's creepy. Yeah, and, he, and he might be. He might be. When he was on hey. a date with her, like he about to get sent home. He on a date with her. But he genuinely, I think he genuinely listened and wants to be viewed as a better person to these women. Yeah, I, I I agree with you. I, I as much as as corny as he is, I think he's oblivious. As I think he, before now, he was oblivious to why people thought the way they thought about him. Yeah, because he, he comes off as a gigolo. Yeah, because to him, to him, what he was doing was working. Well, no, it's working on internet dating. Like you, obviously, it's not working if you got to go on his show. Yeah, which is true. Which is true, but. For him, he felt like it was working. And my the only perception that counts is the person perceiving it. And to him, it was working. But it's through this process, he's literally seeing like, oh, well, 
that doesn't work because he left the he left the brunch without a date mm -hmm. and fell ass backwards into one because somebody had a flat tire and him being himself because I think the person that changed the tire is the genuine Corey. Mm -hmm. I think that's him. I think the guy on the date was the, the real Corey too. Yeah, wow. but I think the, the but I think he's so he has he feels like he has to put on this persona because maybe back in the day when he was in high school and college or whatever it was, he was himself and didn't get the play he wanted. I'm gonna look it up. He probably was so, sad. So now, this was saying. So now he feels like he has to put on this persona. I am <laughs> the number one personal trainer in the D, in the in the um the DMV and um this I'm that and and that's cool. But you still got to be yourself. And I think on the date with Tasia, even when he hugged her, he put his hand on her behind, being the creep, doing the creep stuff. Mm -hmm. But then she was like, she was like, yo, I don't got, I, you don't have permission. Mm -hmm. but he goes, like, he literally is oblivious that this is an elimination date. You know what? I don't want to sit across from you. I want to sit next to you. And he put his arm on, he shows her all of the attention. Mm -hmm. That she's been craving off of someone that no one has given her in the most unlikeliest of scenarios because she's coming in and her Maybe mindset you get him every now and again. Her her mindset wasn't on, think about it, her mindset was on, I'm about to tell this dude what he got to do to not go home mm -hmm. with these other women because apparently he's not interested in me. So I'm gonna tell him how to get through with these other women. Yeah. And he shows interest in her. And I think Eddie Murphy has one of the best jokes. I've ever heard. He said, um, if a person is starving and you give them a cracker, they gonna eat the hell out of that damn cracker. You give them a regular old plain saltine. <laughs> saltine. This must be a rich cracker. God damn this damn shit. You know, and he goes off about the fact that if you give a hungry person <laughs> the smallest of things, they're gonna like, it's the best thing ever. And you're talking about a person who to see is on the verge of elimination. And she's craving, like all of her ego has taken an enormous hit, enormous hit. People have been having conversations on the phone. She really hasn't. Mm -hmm. And imagine sitting at that table with all the women and they talking about all the guys. Cause we only see a cut. Mm -hmm. People like Courtney is probably talking to, has probably had conversations with every man there. A person like, um, um, uh, Zadia, you know, Damn, uh, what's her name? Only talk to only want to talk to one person. But she talked to more than one. She, she talked to more than one. She only wants to talk to one. Um, Sabrina has probably talked to multiple men. You know what I'm saying? And she's admitted as such. Um, and I think she's a big reason why Carrington ended up going home because Carrington was on some man. If you don't, if you can't deal with a young mm -hmm. nigga, you just get it. Yeah. I'll be out now. Like we ain't even got to talk about this. Blah blah blah. blah. Like to argue with women. He he likes to argue with women, like you said. Yeah. So I just feel like. He gave her what she wanted. Corey gave Tasia what she wanted. And that's how he made it to a second date with Tasia. And I'm going to say something crazy. I think Tasia is probably the best woman there for him. I think that she's the only woman there for him. I think she's the best woman there for him. I, I did only. like that date with Moomin, though. I'm not going to I like the date with Moomin. Yes, I did. I, I really I, did. I think there is some chemistry there. Oh, no, definitely. And I think it's going to, I think that's going to boost him up in the rankings on the next one. Now, he need to get her in the gym. <laughs> so let's get into this real quick. In every episode, I'm going to ask this question. <sighs> Who is going home next week? So next week, it's on the women. Key, who's going home next week? Um, 
I want Camille to go home. But I don't think she's going home. I think it's going to be to see you. I think it's going to be to see you. The, the men are voting on the women. That's what it is. Yeah. 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 Jeff, who do you think is going home next week? Okay. Uh, it, it's a toss up for me either between to see you or Moomin. I think Moomin's going home, man. E, what you got? Who's going home next week? One of those two. I believe that the bottom two is going to be Tasia and Camille because she, and I think Camille's going to go home because she's going to keep throwing them crazy flags out there. Okay. But I think for Camille to go home, Cornelius is going to have to send her home. Yeah, but he catch, I think he's catching them red flags. Mm-hmm. I think he's really catching it. Because so. he likes her, and and she, I think he sees it because he was I don't think arguing he's it, back. Like, like it's not obvious I, to him. It's not obvious I, to him. He was arguing back for old girl hand to be on his lap. He was yeah. like, nah, "She could do that. Nah, she good. She could do that." Yeah, and, and I think he's going to continue to show that, and he's going to be like, "Yeah, I'm tired of that." I get that. I get that. All right. Uh, and we got we're gonna close the show out with these three segments. First is you know who's going to go home, who's going home, uh, or who's staying home. I think we gotta call it who's staying home. And the next one is my crush. Key, who's your crush on this show? Who you think my crush is? Who do I think your crush is? Yeah, I wanna know what y'all think. I think it's Frank. No. What? Deep voice. Frank. It's not Frank. Who's your crush? Hello. Y'all really don't know. And we're gonna, it's gonna, no, as people get sent home, <laughs> as, as people get sent home, it's gonna be person to say, person. If you say to fight you, Keith, if you say Corey, I'm gonna fight you. No, she don't like crazy. Oh, get in hell for I say something like that. Yeah, she don't like you. <laughs> okay. My crush this week is Phil. <laughs> what? Uh, you okay. make me feel like warm and fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. okay. like you like the more regular dudes. Jeff, I don't know <laughs> if you can answer this question. Can Is yeah. your wife going to allow you to answer this question? He can say his wife. <laughs> yeah, that's the answer. <laughs> my, my, my crush. My crush nope, nope. My wife is my beautiful. My, my crush is my beautiful wife. My crush <laughs> is my beautiful wife of eight years. I love you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he gotta say, what's that song, Barry White? <laughs> my land, my everything. everything. <laughs> hey, Eve, who's your? What's your crush? No, no, shout out, Eve. Who you got? Ready? No, New York City. Hold on, Eve. How he New gave you the <laughs> God, <laughs> I love him. I got you. I got you, Eve. I got you. You know I got you. I had to get hard oh, damn YouTube commercials. It's okay. <laughs> as soon as this damn Google commercial go off, I can play it. Aisha. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait on wait on you say what? New York women so fine. 
You know what I'm saying? I, I think women across the world are beautiful, but it's something because about she's a got the ill, woman. The ill, nah, nah. <laughs> yeah. My brother, my brother. You know. And I had to get the hair right. Somebody with the blonde hair, the whole vibe. I figure. I don't even care the blonde hair. I don't even care nothing about that. I don't even care nothing about it. she. She don't gotta wear none of that. All of that stuff she be wearing on TV. Show that woman in some sweatpants, some Jordans, and a, and a, and a fitted. Cause she going to work. Get some un. Get, get some unfiltered sweats. Yo. Yo, I like them simple blue jeans, a t-shirt, and some Jordans. You know what I'm saying? Like Lauren Hill. Johnny Blaze, the Iron Long. Yo, there you go, he. Now you know Foxy Brown. I like Foxy Brown. Oh. <laughs> look at him, look at him. <laughs> Get it, Eve. New York, New York City, Queens, Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten oh, Island. Talk to me nice. Love a New York woman. Oh, oh, all right, so. all right, all right. Uh, my crush this week is Courtney. Uh, that, that hair, you know, that face. That complexion. That you like body. trees. You like trees. Nah, I don't. She's tall. I don't like trees. I like show them because it's literally between like, like if I'm gonna be real with you. If I'm gonna be real with you, if if uh if uh what's up, girl? If Zadia had a better weave, I'll probably go with Zadia. But I'm too picky. I'm too picky for to work what with that. I'm like got too much going on. Oh, she had the box braid. She was definitely she was, talking, she was talking about how don't touch her hair. Man, girl, I would yank the wig off. No, no, no. You misunderstood what she was saying. No, I understood what she was saying. <laughs> yank it. No, no, I understood that. Head it pulled. Whoa. Don't touch it. Whoa. Whoa. I got that part. I know what touching is and yeah, well, I, I, I understand that, but don't, don't tell me, don't tell me that. Keep that to yourself, because I'm gonna do what I want. I'll pay for your hair to get done. Well, if you're paying for it, then do what you want to do. But these, yeah, yeah, we gotta go home. <laughs> episode. We got one more. Um, we got one more uh, segment. It's called the Winners and Losers segment. It's brought to you by Unfiltered. Visit unfilteredforever.com and use the promo code RSP for 10% off your entire order. That's unfilteredforever.com, promo code RSP. And remember, there's a science to being used. So just so you understand this segment, um, whoever is the side that's making the eliminations, we're going to figure out who's the winners and losers. So from the women after Carrington's elimination, winners and losers, key. Who's the winner? Who's the loser for the women? I would say a winner this week would be, mm, I feel like almost everybody was a winner except for Camille and um, Camille and what's her name? To see you. Because everyone else, it looks like they're building connections with somebody. Okay. But those two are, Losers. well, Camille, like Camille, it's not that she's not, she's not playing the game right. So. Yeah, she ain't rap too. She ain't rap too tight. Crazy, okay. crazy don't play. Ibrahim, winners and losers for the women. 
don't even know. Kinda, <laughs> I don't think any of them win it. If, if it ain't I, you ain't. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on from him. <laughs> Jeff, winners and losers, Jeff. You can't move on from greatness. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I think the winners for the women was Courtney, because I think Courtney really, like, she she put Camille on notice about that whole claim to Cornelius. I think he's the winner. And losers for the women was Carrington. <laughs> yes, sir. No, 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 didn't see that coming. All right. Uh, winners and losers for me. I think uh, the loser definitive, definitively for me was Aisha. I think she lost one of her connections in Carrington, whether that was going to work out or not. I think that she lost out just by right. being an accident, not being there to hear her voice heard. But Ibrahim, I know you're still here. So she's always winning as long as you're here. But <laughs> I mean, she, she lost out on the show. Uh, she lost out uh, this week. Um, and a winner is probably an unlikely person, um, but uh, the winner, I think, for this episode in the women is uh, Zadia. I think she kept all of her connections intact. Um, she seems to be making genuine connections, um, and everybody seems to everybody that she's interested in seems interested in her. So there's no off balance of her feeling. Because I would say I think even with Crazy Lady, um, she's feeling. Uh, Cornelius more than he's feeling her mm-hmm. is my feeling because if I think if Cornelius was feeling her I don't think he goes on that double date if he was feeling her like that mm-hmm. I don't think he shows up on that, that double mm-hmm. date but you know that's just that's just what it is so we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna get out of here uh, we done uh, got, a, got a good bit of people at the time so Eve tell them how they can find you you can find me on Instagram Kid Envy, B I G K I D E N V I, college boy. All right, Jeff, tell them how they can find you, bro. Ladies and gentlemen, I am on Instagram. Follow me at that dude underscore Jeff, man. I'll be looking for you. All right, Key, tell them how they can find you. You can find my curl speak with Key each and every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcast. You can find my podcast in. Instagram at MCS with Key. You can find my personal Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, Twitter at The Diary of Key. And on Clubhouse, Key has two Y's. And also, if you didn't hear what I just said, you can go to mycurlspeak.com and all of my social tags are on there. All right, and you can find me on Instagram at Yosh in the building. That's Y O S H I N the building. Um, make sure you catch me on my podcast every Monday and Wednesday, the Relationship Status Podcast with. CL and Neek. Um, if you want to follow us on social media, that's R-E-L-S-T-A-T podcast. If you want to join the conversation, whether it's here for Ready to Love or you can catch us, this same crew, on Thursday at 7 uh, where we review Married at First Sight. Trust me, you, 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 if you enjoyed this, you're definitely going to enjoy that. And if you enjoyed that, you're definitely going to enjoy this. You catch us every Thursday at 7. 
But if you want to join that conversation or any conversation we have, email us at RELSTATPodcast at gmail.com or hit us on the hotline. You could actually text the hotline, 843-310-8347. That's 843-310-86. I'm sorry. 843-310-8637. Go ahead, email, leave a voice. I mean, message, text message, leave a voicemail. Make sure that when you catch past the remote relationship status, my curl speak with key. Make sure you comment, share, subscribe, and five-star rate. Until next time, we're out of here. This episode is brought to this episode is brought to you by MetroTap. The new digital business card allows you to instantly share social media, payment apps, music, and more. With a personalized QR code and advanced analytics with no monthly fees. At MetroTap, they take the work out of networking. Go to MetroTap.me and use the promo code CRUX for 15% off of your purchase of any device. That's MetroTap dot me promo code c-r-u-x for 15 percent off thank you for listening to Thank you.